Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and uh, we're down the beach and it's the most astonishing sunrise. Uh, look, they just get better and better and better. And uh, I think it's really beautiful that you can still go down the beach and be shocked by uh, what's going on. Be shocked. So today, I really want to talk about uh, something that came up yesterday for me and, and I think it, 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 it could be helpful just to have a, a conversation about it and that is the idea of bringing things into your life or pushing things away from your life. So we develop a, a, an expectation, which is understandable, of how we want things to be. And when they're not as we want them to be, we come to the concept of push it away or bring it in. A, a simple example of this is COVID. Do you bring COVID into your life or complain about it and try to push it away from your life? It's such an interesting uh, argument. Uh, so in the in, in my belief, peace or inner peace or inner calm or strength or mental toughness uh, comes, includes the concept of not being disrupted, which is, uh, I guess what you call, is the first step of the uh, mental toughness program, which is called uh, positive path. And a positive path, uh, and the second step is enthusiasm. And the third step is development of willpower. But let's just talk for the minute about the influence of pushing things away and pulling things towards you when it comes to mental strength. So many people perceive mental strength as, a, as an aggressive or as a, a proactive force pushing forward into life and into the world and many others perceive mental strength as as sort of a I suppose a birthright or something of the sort which defines how they want life to be and then is strong enough to cause it but I think these definitions of mental strength are firstly unsustainable uh, they can't the amount of energy and effort that goes into pushing things away eventually isolates a person so they they push away aggression they push away violence they push away meat they push away pain they push away uh, trauma they push away anybody who disrupts their their expectations their tranquility or their their sense of confidence and so they start becoming more like a security guard at the front door of a nightclub, letting some people through who they think will behave themselves and pushing others away who will disrupt the environment. And they call that mental strength because that security guard at the front of a nightclub uh, demonstrates not so much mental but physical strength or that demonstrates a sort of a, an exhibition of strength just pushing away and pulling forward. 
And a lot of people uh, whose life at home, it's about pushing away behavior or pushing away things from the family or pushing away people that don't comply with their expectation and therefore, and when people don't comply with their expectation, they disrupt us. So in order not to be disrupted or to order to maintain some sense of inner peace, we uh, push things away. A good example of this, and I think it's, there's none better, is uh, the idea of uh, meditation, where we put on soft music in a soft room with a quiet candle in a dead still space and meditate, which I think is really beautiful because it calms the nerves, it soothes the temperament and brings us to a state of self-awareness of how good it can be if we get our shit together. But when you open the door of the room and blow out the candle and uh, turn off the music and step out into the real world, the kids are screaming, uh, people are invading our space and we space and everybody doesn't do as we want them to do. So suddenly we're confronted with how do I hold that beautiful experience that I've suddenly uh, witnessed in my meditation, how do I hold that when everybody seems to want to intrude or invade on it? And the answer is you don't. The answer is what you do is you, uh, you let it in. And the question is, how do you have noisy kids in your quiet space? How do you have uh, an angry partner or uh, a distant partner? Or how do you have things, a noisy neighbor? How do you have that as part of your normal? How do you have COVID as part of your normal? So instead of saying something is invading my space, how do you say, this is my space. How do you embrace it? And I think this is the secret to mental strength. Uh, for example, you might be, let's say you're in a bike race and one of the, you get a puncture. So you can say, oh God, that's disrupted my confidence. It's broken my rhythm. Uh, I have to stop, fix it up, get back on the bike. And that's, oh, you know, and then you start worrying about how much time you lost, how much energy you wasted, and you know how much bad luck you've got. Or do you say, well, it's part of bike racing, and yep, I lost 15 seconds or 20 seconds or even a minute on my bike race. That's okay, it's part of bike racing. And therefore, the impact of the flat tire changes, doesn't it? it it's no longer, a big impact, it's just part of an impact. And yes, you, it may be the difference between winning and losing. But I think uh, when something happens that in a sense we don't, don't control, like kids, and we perceive when we come to the realization that people are people, then the question is how do we include, how do we embrace that diversity in a real sense. And so I, I just met a person this morning as I was walking to the beach who is sort of remote contact and he was saying, oh, stop watching the news because I don't want to hear bad news. And I go, yeah, well, 
I understand that. Your expectation, because he practices yoga and what have you, is that the world should come to peace and good news should proliferate. And I, 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 I'm completely with it. I, I get it. But when we isolate ourselves from things, when we push them away, such as the news, the news gets powerful and we start being, I suppose the word is weak, I don't know what the real word is, but we start being vulnerable to the news. So instead of embracing it, instead of embracing it, I'm going to get run over by the, the surf cup. So instead of embracing the, uh, the news, this person is pushing it away. So bad news to this person is an intrusion on their expectation of life. And they are a meditator and you know, a very clever person, a photographer and a scuba diver and all these things, um, and probably embraces the idea of a shark being in the vicinity of his diving as he goes out to collect his dinner. But yet in another area of life, pushes the bad news, the, 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 the news away. So I don't listen to the news too, uh, but I don't push it out of my life. I just source the news from a place that I can actually choose the level of uh, the level or the, the rate at which it consumes me. So I manage it by reading it rather than listening to it on the TV. I think, uh, you know, today's a beautiful day on the beach and there's a beautiful sunrise and you can let that into your life. That's easy because it meets our expectation of what is good. But there's a lot going to happen like it could rain later on there's cloudy skies and do I bring that into my life and say that's also a good day do I bring uh, do I bring the noisy motorbike that lives next door to us do I push that away and say damn that guy or do I bring that in and say how do I work with that now Mental strength, I think, mental toughness is becoming more and more and more important. Uh, it gives us the ability to tap into our intuition, our creativity. It gives us the ability to be, be a human being in a world that uh, is becoming more and more confused and more and more advice and more and more TED Talks and more and more things telling you how to be yourself. But I think mental strength is a really important thing to understand for yourself because what I've discovered is that I can do the best keynote speech in the world in front of a, in front of a mirror. I can stand there and talk to the mirror and talk to myself and go, wow, and listen to it and record it and tape it. I can do the best speech in the world. Then I go with my little briefcase and put a tie on and a suit 
possibly a pair of undies and a pair of shoes and go out, brush my hair and stand in front of a thousand people who are critical of self-development and stand in front of that group of people and do a completely different talk. And if I do that, it just shows that my mental strength, my mental toughness is very low. If I'm a different person in public to who I am in private, it just shows that my mental toughness is conditional. And mental toughness is, that's conditional isn't mental toughness, it's actually just toughness. And it comes, that toughness comes from pushing things away that you can't inevitably push away. The threat of a crowd is something, if you want to be a speaker, the threat of a crowd is no different to the noise of the motorbike next door. The habit of engaging and embracing something. Always uh, believe that uh, the, bigger, the bigger we evolve, the bigger we get, the more of the world we don't react to. Now I think that's a kind of like a double negative in a way because we're saying evolving is not necessarily the amount of the world we embrace but more it's the amount of world we don't react to. And that includes family and kids, how much behavior we don't react to and then when I talk to parents about this topic and they go, yeah, but if you let the kids do what they want, they'll never learn X, Y, Z, or they'll, they'll just do things. And you go, yeah, but if you keep telling them don't do this and don't do that and do do this and do do that, they're going to eventually push back and reject either themselves as a person who can discern what's healthy or their own values which is even worse because sometimes in the modeling of a child what we try to do is give them the same value set that we have thinking that that's love but every person on earth has a fingerprint specific value set and therefore when we tell a child or a kid what to do we're basically saying these are my values kid live by them instead of saying, what are your values, live by them. And empowering them to be wise and intuitive and discerning, rather than inflicting on them your value set. And therefore, in a sense, by disciplining them, making them what could be called in mental strength language, weaker. So today I'm down here at the beach and I'm at the end of the walk and I'm going to close off this podcast. When I left my house, I said to myself, will I put my swimmers on and go for a swim or will I do it later in the morning? And I decided not to bring my swimmers. But I'm down here at the north end of Bondi Beach. It's calm, calm like you can't believe. It's Lake Bondi and I don't have my swimmers on. So I've got two choices here. Embrace the idea of being naked or with my undies on in the pool, in the uh, ocean. Or embrace, bring it in, the idea that I made a decision and the consequence of that decision 
is that I don't swim and embrace the idea of not swimming, which I choose to do. Bringing it in, wrapping your arms around it and saying, the reality, even though it may not be what I feel or what I need or what I want, the reality is the reality. Instead of trying to change reality, wrap your arms around it and celebrate it. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.